When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Dakes podcast. This is the voice of Jeremy Gillen. That is the people's champ. And I'm here to talk to you about your car insurance, your car's extended warranty. Um, have you checked it? Probably not. It doesn't matter. Let's talk about the Lady Raiders. Let's talk about something a little bit more exciting. Uh, 11 and 2 in the season now. Walked into uh, Maui over the past week and... Um, well, they walked in there undefeated. So let's let's briefly just talk about uh, we haven't had a full dedicated episode to the Lady Raiders yet. It's hard adulting out here. Been busy, school, you know, ramping up, ramping down, graduation, all these things going on, people's businesses. Kinsey and I are getting after it. Tonight it's just me. So we'll get Kinsey back on here and we'll be able to tag team this thing. But for all intents and purposes, Lady Raiders have had an excellent beginning to the season, winning eleven straight games. Um nothing to like, look at this and say, yeah, but you could have done better, right? If you go undefeated, you go undefeated. I don't personally care about the quality of talent that you um, are playing against. I don't care about the kinds of teams that you're playing. Um, there are some good teams throughout here, kind of more diamond in the rough style than maybe, you know, power five teams, but good teams nonetheless. Teams that if you do not respect, that they will make you sweat, they'll make you pay. And there were a couple games in the first 11 that you thought, hey, okay. UC Irvine, like, okay, if we don't kind of pull this together, we could end up losing this. Um, Rutgers, you know, if we don't end up pulling this together, we can lose this. UTSA, same story. So the Lady Raiders just continue to find a way to win. And that definitely starts with some people on the roster, like Bailey Maupin, who has been, to no surprise, an excellent, excellent player this season, already averaging uh, 15, basically 15 and a half points per game. Um, she's playing the full gamut of it, right? She's pretty much the only one running 30 minutes a game. Um, Jasmine Shavers has been really pumping, like coming into her role, has been playing excellent. She's also averaging right now 15, um, 15.3. And behind her, Kyla Freelon, somebody we talked about last season who's starting to step into her, her role. Uh, and you go down the list and you have a lot of ball handles. You have a lot of scores. You have a lot of talent. And all in all, talent is has been, you know, the talent for this team is so elevated from years past. Um, I, I'm encouraging you to look at this, the first 11 games and not be like, well, we didn't play anybody. Uh, yeah, but we won. Like, But in the end, we won. That's our policy here on Tortillas and Takes. Hey, did we win? We won. All right, so now let's catch up to present day. Lady Raiders went off to Maui to um, play a part in a small tournament against Tulsa and Oregon State. Lovely to get invited to these things. Lovely to be able to travel Give your team that experience. Give the players uh, something cool to write home about. The playtime, if you don't know where Hawaii is, it's located in the middle of the Pacific. No map of North America or no map of the United States gives you a really accurate description of how far away Hawaii is, but it's really far away. So these games are played at kind of terrible times, and that's okay. 
we have the first game coming against Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Probably the best team that you've played so far coming into the game 9-3. and three. Uh, Texas Tech. Even though they were eleven zero, you I mean, this this team demanded a lot of respect, and you're you're playing away from home. Not only that, you're playing in a different time zone. Really, you had a lot going uh, against you, and the hope was that you could go into this tournament. I mean, ideally, the hope is you can go into this tournament, wax both of these teams, and come home get ready for the uh, conference play undefeated. That's just not how it worked out. So let's talk about the Tulsa game first. Take a small commercial break, and then we'll get back and we'll talk about the Oregon State game before we um you know get ready for the next cup the next for the conference play so tulsa golden hurricane a team that you don't really know about a lot about but a team that has been playing really well um this is a team that uh even though they got waxed by tcu they've played other teams really well right they won against florida they've won against well they won against texas tech and we'll talk about that here in a second they won against clemson the tulsa golden hurricane is not a team to look down at, right? This is a team, and I, I love this so much, uh, is led by their forward, Tamira Poindexter. Her last name is Poindexter. I love it so much. Uh, but Tamira Poindexter and Delaney Crawford are is one of the best duos. They're going to they're gonna win their conference, no doubt. Like, this is one of the best duos, uh, lady duos in, in this in this sport. Um, watching them play is really fun if you're if you're a Tulsa Golden Hurricane fan. Now, as it pertains to the Lady Raiders, we had an interesting night of shooting a lot, not shooting well. From the get-go, from that first quarter, you have Tulsa just get out ahead, and it felt like Texas Tech never really got the handle of it for the rest of the game. Uh, until late in the fourth, you had a really great surge that just didn't, um, didn't pan out, but we'll talk about that. So the Tulsa game was out of hand early. Uh, about midway through the first, you had you had a moment where Texas Tech had a couple of possessions where you just miss, miss. Um, Tamir Poindexter got on the line, made some free throws, and then after that, I mean, it's fifteen, it's fifteen and four. You've got like two minutes, fifty seconds left in the game, and you've only gotten two bit buckets. Like you've only gotten four points. Meanwhile, Tulsa's already napped up 15. You were in a hole early, and everybody was feeling the pressure, right? And I think one of the difficult things for a basketball program, I don't care how good you are, when you get into a hole like that early, on everybody's mind is, I got to make this shot because I've got to like bridge the gap. I've got to close the distance. That adds a lot of pressure into a game, especially whenever you're trying to play a team sport like basketball where everybody needs to be working together. Um, and you felt that, right? Texas Tech doesn't shoot. Uh, they, they shoot abysmal. Abysmal compared to the rest of the season. You're 27% from the field, 20% from beyond the arc. Um, yeah, you beat Tulsa in the turnover margin. You, you, you forced 17 turnovers and only gave up 13. Uh, and you out-rebounded them 46-39. But if you are shooting 27% on the night, and you're already, you know, and you're down. It's just not. It's not going to pan out well. Um, not that your team didn't play. It's hard because this was this this game. You came in thinking like that your Lady Raiders could get buckets, play really good defense, and all that. And that that kind of got shattered here. Um, you know, looking down the stat sheet, you've got Kyler Freelon scoring 11 points. Uh, Bailey Maupin got 12. And Jasmine Shavers actually did really well uh, on the road getting two double-digit games, um, 16 points in this one. But still, you, you were not shooting well on the night. I mean, you got points, but you got points because you kept shooting over the length of the game. But 
Maupin, um, three for 11 and, and from the field. Shavers is six for 18. I mean, as a team, you put up 70 shots, uh, 70 shots, and you only got 19 to fall for, in the paint. That's really hard. It's really hard to win when there's a bucket, uh, uh, there's, there's a rim, uh, a bucket on the rim, or a lid on the rim, excuse me. But Tulsa outscores you 17 to 7 in the first, 16. Uh, you you, you kind of get some momentum back in the second, right before half. Uh, but even though you outscore 17 to 16, you're still down significantly. And then coming back in the third, you didn't respond as well as you wanted to. 14 to 9, Tulsa takes that one. And then you get into the fourth, and you actually do have this late game surge. You can see right at the end where Texas Tech makes a really good effort. And this is something. Coach Gerlich is, I mean, her team just does not stop fighting. So even though you were having a tough night shooting, like one minute left in the fourth and you're still going for it. Um, So at that point, I mean, the game was possible. You were shooting terrible and you were still only within, you were within the 10 point mark, which is kind of like my sweet spot for the last four minutes of the game. If you can stay within 10, you got a chance. Yeah, you had a chance, but um, Tulsa continued to score. You continue to score. And ultimately, um, you lose this game by uh, eight. So a bad loss, but I shake this one off. Um, you're on the road. You're in Maui. Here's the thing. If you're in Hawaii, it, it's hard to be focused. <laughs> it's just hard to be focused. Um, you, you have a lot of really good team building in moments like that. Just an off night shooting. And, and that's basketball, right? This 27% from the field is not what your team is about. Like that's not who your team is. They can come out. They can shoot better than that. Um, so you have an off night. It is these small metrics that add up. But overall, it's the shooting of the night. Uh, it's the shooting on the night that kept you from winning that game. You have a couple more baskets go your way. You make a couple of better shot decisions. Um, you have a couple uh, shot selections in the paint, uh, and you're you're in this game to win it. Like Tulsa is a really good team. I'm not taking that away from them. But the Lady Raiders, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot during this first game. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So if Tulsa was the toughest team that you had played up to that point in the season, you did yourself one better. You went and played Oregon State. You played a, another undefeated team. Oregon State having a really good season so far. Um, probably the toughest team that they have played and got a victory against was Villanova, who's had a lot of success this season. But Oregon State's really the toughest challenge was Texas Tech. So they were looking at this like, here is an opportunity to validate our undefeated record to kind of give us a springboard going into conference play, like finishing out non-con and going into conference play. And Texas Tech was looking at this game like, hey, Tulsa, that's not who we were. We're going to bounce back. The problem was is that you're trying to bounce back against a better team. And that takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of ability. And worse off, for all of us poor people in the central time zone, this game started super late, like at 11. (laughs) So um, got to see like the first quarter, saw all I needed to see, and I, I don't mean that negatively, but like I, I could not stay up any later. Um, kudos to all the fans who did. Uh, kudos to seeing Scarlet for giving up their sleep schedule to watch and give you guys the quality coverage. Um, I did not. So I had to go back and watch highlights like a nerd. But 
here's here's how this game played out and here's here's an issue that we can kind of take away looking at this game if we want to make a a a case for concern i'll call it for the upcoming conference season what both tulsa and oregon state did i made to say oklahoma state i can't remember what both tulsa and oregon state did really well is they started the game fast what texas tech did poorly was catch up <laughs> in both of those games. So Oregon State jumps out to a terrible 21 to 8 lead in the first. Uh you thought 15 to whatever was bad, Oregon State just upset. So 21-8 lead after the first and they were leading by 21 at the half. So even 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 though you come out and you try to you try to make up the gap there and you score um 14, they're still leading by 21 cuz they're just they're, uh, they did an exceptional job shooting right out of the gate. Now, when the second began, when the second quarter began, you felt like you had a lot of Jasmine Shavers was helping you kind of crawl back from the gap. From this 21 to 8, you were like, man, we have got to get something going. Jasmine Shavers almost single-handedly gets you from 8 to 16, right? And so it's 21-16, and this felt like there could be a really good run here. Jasmine Shavers really coming into her own really getting this team to rally around her, play good defense. And then she goes up and gets buckets. But that's as close as the game would be for the rest of the night. Uh, Oregon State goes on to continue to shoot. I mean, they're shooting 50 per, uh, 51% from the field, 44 from three. Um, they're out-rebounding you 39 to 30. Uh, meanwhile, Texas Tech, better than the night before. But still, you're only shooting 33 from the field. You're shooting 20 from three, 20% from three. Um, and you, ha- you were out-rebounded 39-30. That is not a recipe for success. Um, there was a... There, this is also such an outlier because Oregon State turned the ball over 24 times, and you actually took care of the ball really well. You only turned over eight in the game. I think that's a pretty big success, especially if, if you're only looking at that and your margin is significantly smaller. Uh, you look at it, and you, oh, you know what? We probably could win. But you know what? We... <laughs> Nothing else is going right for us. Um, I will say this game, following up, had a lot of cause for concern with things like um, fouls or like all these ticky tack fouls, all these concerning calls from the ref. The problem is, is that it was pretty balanced. The fouls were pretty balanced. We did get the tech, we did get a technical, but the fouls were pretty balanced. Oregon State just played better, right? Oregon State had 28 points in the paint. You only had 18, right? If you're going to win basketball games, you got to have points in the paint. Um, Oregon State got out to a 28-point lead at one time. Like, they were up by 28 points. Um, Oregon State was doing a really good job at passing the ball around. There's there, there counted 21 assists from Oregon State alone. You only had five from Tech. Uh, and you really felt that offensively. And I think that's something that kind of carried over from the Tulsa game. And this this difficulty of shooting, you know, across this whole tournament that we had, I think that, you know, this team just needs a reset. You know, the Tulsa game was really hard on the team. They did not bounce back as you really hoped for. I think for the Lady Raiders, it's really demoralizing for Oregon State to come out and jump out to such a lead in such a small amount of time. Oh, shit, here we go again. Uh, Now we got to play catch up. You did you did shoot better overall, but just not nearly enough. I think, you know, Bailey Maupin had a much better game, 19 points, 6 of 18 from the field, right? Only 1 of 5 from 3. Jasmine Shavers, hello, 16 points, two 16-point games, 
Y'all watch out for Jasmine Shaver. She is doing it. Uh, and then it kind of, you know, we just dip off. Kyla Freelon had seven points. Alina Enrique off the bench had eight points. Um, it, but it just wasn't it wasn't enough of team ball. And I, I, I say that lightly with some salt because, like, Texas Tech has been playing excellent team ball all season long. When you go on the road, when you do these tournaments, when you do these play, like, the these these games, these collection of games that are in foreign places that are far away, you know, possibly one of the longest flights you can make out to Hawaii. Um, that takes a toll on the team. And I think now sitting at 11 and two, you've got to be proud of the 11 wins. Like you can't look at those 11 wins now just because you played two, two of the best teams you've played all season and think, ah, those were garbage. Um, those team, those wins help you build a program. Those team, those, those wins, excuse me, help you cohese, like help make the roster cohesive. Like they all serve their purpose. Yes, you just took two back-to-back losses. That's not pretty. You played two really good teams and they both caught you off guard. Um, You shot horribly. And I will say you shot uncharacteristically horrible, which is good news in the bad news, right? The fact that it is uncharacteristic is good news because as the trend would say, that's not the case for the rest of the season, right? That's not, you're not suddenly going to forget how to shoot the ball and there's not always going to be a lid on the basket and all these things, right? The humidity in Hawaii is just different. All these, all these factors you can't prepare for, but you did lose. And so you have to take that and say, okay, what are we going to do going forward? Because you open up big 12 play next, uh, on the 30th at one, right? You'll be in Houston. Um, you'll be on the road again. It's going to be humid, right? Uh, and so you're going to open up play against a decent Houston team who is looking to validate their wins. You know, this Houston team is pretty decent. They've only lost against Middle Tennessee and Washington State. They've had really good victories, um, but they're also just trying to validate their non-conference. They're trying to validate, okay, we are a 9-2 and team ready to bounce into the Big 12 and make a name for ourselves. Um, as the counterpart to, of course, a male team that's been you know, in the conversation of like national championships. So Houston's going to be looking to make their name. Like they're going to look the, they're going to be looking to punch their ticket early or punch, punch a big 12 legacy early in the mouth. And I think that with these two losses, coach Gerlich, uh, coach P all of the, the whole coaching staff is going to have to sit down and be like, okay, we didn't play our brand of basketball. We didn't play, um, we didn't have many fast break points. We did not pass the ball well. We were very uncreative in our shot selection. And we were just not giving our best players the opportunity to uh, feel free and facilitate. And so Tulsa, Golden, Hurricane or whatever, Oregon State, Beavers, see ya. You're in the past. You're a part of the record, not a part of the future. Um, I do say that take faith in this Lady Raider team. still an excellent basketball team. And I think that as we get into conference play, you know, we open up against Houston at Houston. Uh, we did, Then we get to come home on the 3rd of January. We'll be playing Texas, number five right now, Texas, um, in Lubbock. So that'll be a pretty good game. Hope people show out. But for right now, your Lady Raiders are 11-2. Um, looking down the stat sheet, you're not upset with it, right? Bailey Maupin, like I said, Bailey Maupin, Jasmine Shaver is really kind of leading the team in points with a bunch of other Lady Raiders beneath them, kind of ready to take that next step, right? Kyla Freeland's having been an excellent facilitator for this team. She's been doing a really good job 
uh, getting on the court and making more of an impact when she is. But also look for people like Alina Arike, Logan Johnson, Saga Ukonen. Like these are players who are kind of in the cusp of a breakout. And I feel that as we get into conference play, here's what it is, is Big 12 basketball. It's going to demand that somebody's going to have to have a breakout moment, right? Somebody's going to have to have their one shining moment. And it can't just be Bailey Mop and Jasmine Shavers. Right, we've played the one. We've played the one athlete brand ball. We played Brianber Scott. We played. We've we've had these like solo studs coming through the Lady Rated program. We need more. We need more people to step up and play. And with the coaching staff, um, with his whole team, this is one of the most talented teams um, I've seen the Lady Raiders field. And so it's possible. Right, eleven and two. You just had two losses. Let's have a nice bounce back. Let's get back to our brand of basketball. I don't know if we'll get to a Houston preview before that game happens, but we'll certainly have a recap. Um, that one, again, happening on the 30th of December. Everybody's fat and happy off of their Christmas dinners. They've gotten their Christmas presents. And then hopefully we'll get ourselves a Lady Raider victory. Be 1-0 in the Big 12. And then, again, the non-conference doesn't matter because you're 1-0 in the best conference in, uh, in the nation. So, um, yeah, for myself, for Kinsey, who would love to be here but just couldn't tonight, We will continue to cover the Lady Raiders as they go on the venture on the gauntlet of the Big 12 Conference, Um, hopefully positively. But even if not, we'll still be here. This is an excellent Lady Raider team, and I can't wait to watch it. So this has been the Tortillas and Takes podcast powered by the 1012 Network. Stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.